Hola, hola, chicas. ¿Cómo estamos? Welcome to Chicas Políticas podcast. We are two political chicks talking about la vida, talking about politics, chisme, and everything in between. And my name is Yesenia Chavarria, and I am here with Rita Casaverde. And just so that y'all know where we're at, we are in San Luis Obispo County. And so that is in the middle of Monterey and Santa Barbara, and on a larger scale, in the middle of San Francisco and LA. So that kind of puts some perspective as to where we're at. Uh, we are two women that are very independent. We have our own thoughts and lived experiences. Luckily. Luckily. <laughs> Luckily. Right. So, so Rita, cuéntanos, um, why is, why is politics so important to you? Um, I have no idea. I, I've always been just excited about politics. It's just the, I guess it's so natural that I can't even like figure it out. Um, like ballots came this week, right? You probably got your ballot already. Yes. And I was so excited. Like you just you unbelievably excited. I don't think anyone understands why I'm so excited about ballots being out. <laughs> Anytime I think about ballots being out there, I get just so, so, so excited. Uh Uh, part part of it, I think, is numbers, just like how uh, ballots are being returned. Uh, you know, the the unknown of what's going to happen on election day once the ballots are counted. Uh, teamwork on getting people to return their ballots, and teamwork on campaigning. Uh, ideas being shared. I guess all of it. I just I just like a lot. And at the end of the day, it has a really huge impact on people's lives and um, electing good people that are thoughtful and um, are responsible um, can have a great impact in, in the community. So I don't know, it, it, but the whole thing just excites me. I'm just so, so excited about ballots being out. Yes, it's like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> We've been waiting for this moment, what feels like forever, but yeah. then it, it kind of also feels that the race has just begun. Yeah, it does. It does it's kind of like waiting for this date, right? And then you wait and wait and wait and it's finally here. And now it's like a whole new mountain that you have to climb, um, but it's exciting. And there's a lot of people doing a lot of things. So you're not doing it alone. And I just like the whole thing. I love democracy. <laughs> and we're living democracy right now. There's so many yes. important things happening right yes. before us. We're yes. living in a very historical time where so yeah. many things are being decided on and we're truly yeah. seeing democracy unfold right in front of us. So I think it's important to grasp those yeah. moments and really speak up. Yeah. And uh, like we've said before, every election has consequences. Every election matters. Um, and the consequences of previous elections are, you know, giving us what we're seeing Uh, today and what we've seen this week is uh, I don't know if you followed it uh, you said no not it's kind of part of your work to follow some of these things <laughs> but the senate voted on the women's health protection act and senator Manchin democrat voted no all other democrats voted yes so Huge kudos for everyone, for every other Democrat. <laughs> everyone else passed the test, yeah, except for. Else, yeah, yeah, passed the vibe test. Um, but the entire GOP voted against it. The entire GOP, not one 
Republican senator thought, you know what? Let's, yeah, let's protect women's health. Yeah, let's do what 70% of Americans want us to do. Um, why not? Not one, not one, not one female Republican senator stepped up. Not one. I mean, we we did need it. We did need 60 votes to get it going, which we were not going to get. But not one. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just... But are we surprised though, Rita? I uh, kind of vain. Like, not one? <laughs> not one? They've been pretty consistent with their pattern though. They have like a united front. Yeah, they are. Which is like, it's, I mean, what's, what's crazy is that I think we're, we have all been touched by someone who has had an abortion. We know of someone. Yes. We also know that this isn't something that they necessarily were planning to do. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh, especially when things become personal, Rita, I think we, sometimes our perspective changes on things. But that's what I'm saying. Like not one Republican senator has had the, they're 50. Not one out of the 50 has had an experience close enough to give them. No, they have. I would disagree. They have. They just the Republican Party is on a whole different trip, though. I feel like it's it's clear, right, that they are uh, they have compromised women already. They have compromised so many people, not just in this particular issue, but the 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 Republican party has that solidarity, which is like wild, right? Which we're like, wait, white, not even, (laughs) not even one straight over here to be like, well, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's, 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 I mean, I personally, I'm not too surprised. Mm. Yeah. I guess that's why I always, I always have this um, comment in my mind when people say Democrats are, are uh, messaging is just not good. And I don't agree in so many for so many reasons, but I think this is this is proof. Like, it's not that Republicans have better messaging; it's that they just stick to whatever it is. You know, <laughs> as awful, yeah. as stupid, as illogical, as unpopular, <laughs> yeah. they stick to it. They yeah. question it; they stick to it. I would love to hear some of the conversations that are going on, and yeah. just like you know, if, if you don't stay loyal, you're kicked out. I guess. In the House, there are some Republican uh, Congress members that are, you know, yeah. not following the Trump supporters or the Trump, the, the MAGA yeah. group. But in the Senate, not one, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I shouldn't be shocked. But no, I, I think it just this comes to show, Rita, even more reason why people need to vote. They need to mm-hmm. start taking up spaces where people in these positions of power get to flex their their voice right and these are people who are supposed to represent us yeah and sure mansion sucks um but we just need we just need um we just need to make him irrelevant because (laughs) his state voted for trump like really big margins um so i don't know we just gotta come out and vote we just everywhere west virginia if you're listening from west virginia come on gotta be the resistance let us know how we can support you we'll send you uber eats or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just one of those things with that where i would say on on the flip side though 
there have been multiple events uh, that have happened due to all of this. One of them being a walkout at the San Luis Obispo high school and huge shout out to Eden, who Mm. was the main organizer of staging everything that needed to happen. Yeah. Eden Um, Lerner, right? Yes. Within the realm of making sure students are safe, that people were being safe, but still having the opportunity to use this crucial moment to speak up. Yeah. And I'm reading that about 400 students came out. Wow. That's huge. 400 students in San Luis Obispo High School, um, which is slow is very small uh, but 400 mm-hmm. so it's a lot um and they also at Tascadero high school also did their own if you guys don't yes. know at Tascadero so slow high school San Francisco high school is downtown like the middle of the county everything happens there probably I think it's the biggest city in our county a very city like Tascadero though Tascadero is north of San Luis Obispo Probably the most conservative area in the county, I would say. Templeton. Right Templeton. Templeton is its cousin. Yeah. It's yeah. Right, right next to it. <laughs> Very close. Templeton is a cousin. A hop, sure. hop, skip away. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. This, this, you know, what's really interesting, what, you know, to, to Rita's point is, you know, Slow County is still pretty conservative. I, I mean, say. Slow County, Super County, where we're uh, talking, speaking to you from, is... Is on the coast, and when the governor recall happened, was the only coastal county in California. We have a big coast. Mm-hmm. The only coastal county in California <laughs> where the recall could have won. It mm-hmm. lost. Yeah. It lost. Yeah. I'm gonna say it again. It lost. <laughs> say it again, Rita. It lost. Se perdió. It lost. <laughs> we didn't do it. Sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah. But it was the reddest, I guess. Mm-hmm. The reddest, yeah. I guess it is the reddest coastal county in the entire California. So we still we still have a lot of work to do, but in reference to Atascadero, that area is still very conservative, right? You still get a lot of it's very Republican voters, yeah. very outspoken yeah. Republican voters. And if you want to find like QAnon stickers on trucks, <laughs> Atascadero it is. And I live pretty much in Atascadero. So yeah. I know. So so to have students, to have young people, students in Atascadero, I think that speaks volumes to, yes. to what is happening. And yes. it makes me really excited, Rita, to yeah. see this generation taking up the moment because right now is when you want to speak up. Right now is yeah. the moment that you want to show up and and show solidarity to what is happening in this country. Yeah, and I think, you know, so many issues have made uh, so many groups um, stand up and um, say everything that has been um, happening in, in their own circles and stand up against it. And I think that's what's happening at Tascadero too, um, which is really, really, really nice to see. Actually, I just remember that at Tascadero High School had... Um, issues uh, maybe not not that long ago it has to be less than a year ago um where the students are organizing themselves and start sharing um cases of harassment or where Atascadero high school uh, officials um didn't pay attention to like bullying or 
um, other types of attacks on students and they were either dismissed or ignored or uh, gas gaslit. So right. um, I'm really I'm really happy to see that Atascadero High School students are, you know, changing Yay! that narrative. Yeah. And that yeah. future generations are really getting it. And that's how you create change with that. You take up space yeah. and you take up the moment and I get really excited to see all of this happening and the youth, the youth are so amazing. And, you know, these are going to be folks that are going to be really impacted by the decisions that will be made. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So huge shout out to Atascadero High School students, just little high school students, um, the future and the present really is yours. So, yes. Good, good job. Uh, and speaking of people um, standing up and doing the work, we wanted to talk a little bit about women running for office because mm-hmm. ballots are out. And if you flip through your voting guide or check out the names that are of people that are running, you will notice something that I noticed this week. And it's that we don't have enough women running for office. And especially we don't have enough women of color or really other minorities being represented enough in the ballots. And um, I'm not going to ask, I wonder why. I know why. I know it's, so, so it's Rita, very toxic. So, yeah, so Rita, for the folks that may not know, right? Mm-hmm. I know you and I know, but mm-hmm. for the folks that are listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. and maybe they're not a person of color mm-hmm. or a woman, why are these reasons that women are not necessarily putting themselves out there? BIPOC. Yeah young women, queer women putting themselves out there? Well, what I think um, is that it's so it's multi-layered. So many reasons why, you know, from just the regular women um, issues of sexism, of having a different load um, uh, in their households, um, having uh, different expectations, you know, um, questioning or or making time to run for office or to get active in politics um there's just so so many layers um but then when you're a woman of color then there's this honestly systemic discrimination that comes Mm -hmm. into place where from the moment you are born the the path for you to be running for office is just not the same as a mm-hmm. white man. It's it's complete. It's completely mm-hmm. different. You have so many more obstacles, and those are not just um, race, uh, racial discrimination, just inequities that are so entrenched in the mm-hmm. system that are sometimes really hard to see. For example, mm-hmm. um, you know, from the most dire ones, like we know that uh, black women uh, have, I believe. Uh, death uh, rate during childbirth that is like five mm-hmm. or six times of, of white women, you know? Right. Like you literally are dying more. So you're really not running for office. Yeah. <laughs> to um yeah. to the mo to the slightest ones of you know social media harassment. Mm-hmm. We see that if you are a woman you get twice the amount of harassment in social media if you're a woman of color that's like three times Mm -hmm. um and if you compare women of color and men of color men of color still get less harassment than women of color right so it's it's, you know it just compounds um and so there's the systemic things that you have to overcome Mm -hmm. but then 
it's it gets very personal as well because a lot of times you get targeted. I've had conversations with women where I've been encouraging them to even have the the curiosity of running for office because they might mm-hmm. be great community leaders, mm-hmm. speakers, or um, just extremely smart mm-hmm. people, organized, etc. And I try to talk to them about running for office and they, some of them bring it up right away. I already, I'm already a target. I already have a target on my back. Right. Why would I put a bigger target? Why would mm-hmm. I put myself on a, in a position where now I'm, I'm doing it to myself, you know? Right. And it sucks because you that's how they feel and it's mm-hmm. very real and um i have seen that the harassment that comes their way and it's just i think it's gotten worse in the last six years honestly and um <clears throat> i don't want to blame everything on trump but <laughs> <laughs> something about him and the culture that he's right. brought into politics right. or the the voice that he has given to people that you know are rude or well vulgar let's just call it what it is vulgar or just really nasty locker room talk yes you know i think not even like locker room right like yeah it's just horrible yeah and you know i think um you know i want to echo everything that lita has said all all very true things and it's and it's hard because we have some amazing women like especially here in slow county and i've seen in other areas that yeah are so talented that yeah. their heart is in the right place, that they would be amazing city council, um, you know, members, school board, uh, you know, members and, mm-hmm. and doing all these things. But I think it, there are a lot of reservations, but on the flip side, I will say that we do need you. We need you to, yeah. to be that trailblazer. Mm-hmm. And I wish, I wish I could tell you it's going to be easy. I wish I could tell you that yeah. you will feel supported but no, you will probably yeah. not feel supported. It's going to be hard. It's going to yeah. have so many challenges because I think what also is on, on the ticket right now, Rita, especially for women of color is that they're the ones laying every single brick yeah. so that the rest of us can have a nice paved road to walk yeah. through. Yeah. So, which is even more reason that if you do see a, a woman running that you support her, if you see a woman of color show up for them, support them. And I, I will never get tired of saying this. If you can't show up for them then donate money to their, their campaign. Yeah. If, if you're too busy, um, I know we're all on social media, send that encouraging message. Hey, you know what? Uh, you're great. And yeah. if you are a woman who's decided that you do not want to run, even more reason to really fight to create those spaces that if you do see something happen, that you do speak up in that moment, be mm-hmm. be that person, because chances are, um, if, if, a, if a woman is already rocking the boat, and she mm-hmm. feels like she's already a target, chances are, there's going to be moments where things are going to be said mm-hmm. in a room where others are watching, or they're participating, where that woman doesn't want to rock the boat even more. Yeah. So we need those allies, even if you're a man listening to this, if you're another woman, a white woman, woman of color, we need you to take up those moments to really show that solidarity so that we can change that culture, Rita, so that women do feel like there is a safe space for them to run, or at least that they have a team, a safety net that will be supportive and show up for them. Yeah, and I think more than... I mean, we definitely need women running for office. We need women of color running for office today. But 
even more than that, we need people, groups of people willing to support women, mm-hmm. women of color running for office. That's what we need the most. Right. Uh, groups of, of support groups, support groups that just are there regardless mm-hmm. and always. And I will say this too, Rita, because I think there's just so many different layers of all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you need, you need the support group to encourage someone to run. That's mm-hmm. one. And then that support group gets elevated to, you need that support group of when the woman decides, okay, I'm going to run, I'm going to launch my campaign. Let's get this going. So needing of a team, yeah. volunteers to go to different events for them, mm-hmm. volunteers to run the social media, volunteers mm-hmm. to fundraise, mm-hmm. volunteers to just have those meals ready, right? Yeah. To just say, hey, have you eaten? Like, mm-hmm. here's this for you. And, and those encouragers. So then you have that support, right? Yeah. And then the goal is to get you to win, yeah. right? So once you win, the support doesn't stop there. Yeah. The support continues because yeah. now a woman is being faced with measuring once she's sitting in that seat where important mm-hmm. decisions are made. Mm-hmm. And I think too, regardless if you're a man or a woman, what I'm learning is it's hard being a politician. Yeah. You will never satisfy (laughs) people. Yeah. You will always be a target. Yeah. And sometimes people, yes, will be nasty. Yeah. And call you out of your name, call you, you know, you know, make up lies about you. But, and I will say this, either A, you have the thick skin to do it, or B, you grow up to have that thick skin. And I think people that go into politics with that, they have to be very selfless mm-hmm. because <laughs> I'll be honest with you, me, me shadowing the congressman, mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, yeah. like some of the stuff that is, is said to him and things like that. I mean, you, you, this is not for the, you, you have to have that thick skin. Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say here is guys, it's, it's not going to be easy, but we need you. Yeah. And I think there has to be that level of stepping up to the plate to say, you know what? Uh, there's a balancing act mm-hmm. where I'm going to not be a martyr, but I'm going to run for office because I know there's a greater good to serve. The greater good yeah. outdoes the negative, outdoes yeah. the yeah. the loud mouth because yeah. the loud mouth and the, and the people that are not there to work with you to find solutions or work with you to be better, um, those people will always be there, right? Yeah. But we're here for the greater good. And, and you know, with especially with Congress and, and Senate and assembly, your local assembly senators, these are all positions of power yeah. that make so many important decisions. We're seeing it with school board. Mm-hmm. School board has been a huge target. And we're seeing those ripples of beginning CRT, uh, the attacks of ethnic studies, the attacks on BIPOC people, the attacks on the Spanish language, that if we had people to be in those positions, we wouldn't be climbing this uphill battle. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes like on, on school boards, right? We've talked about it. Sometimes it's just one seat that would make the difference yeah. from a four to three to a three to four, you right. know, in a, in a, in a board of seven. Um, and a lot of school boards, a lot of school boards are in that position where just one seat would change the majority. You know what's even crazy? Too, boards Rita? in general, because where county board is going through the exact right. same and, issue and, right now. And I think we have to be realistic of where we're at. Not only are we asking women, women of color 
to pave that road and, and be those trailblazers. But I think what's on the line too, Rita, is just even having representation, just yes. to see another woman of color, to see a black woman, uh, you know, being city council member, being a school board member, those are all monumental things yeah. that will em- empower the community, yeah. inspire and empower the community to say, you know what, I see her doing it. I've seen her struggle and I can do it too. Right. So I think that's where we're at Rita across the board that even if your place is just to be that person to break through those doors. Mm -hmm. Right. And then somebody else is building the foundation and then somebody else after you Mm -hmm. is building the, the first floor. Right. And then Mm -hmm. that person after you is building the second floor. And before you know it, we're going to have a skyscraper of just monumental legacy. But right now we really don't, we really don't have that. Like we have, have, um, Erica Stewart, who is the first black mm-hmm. mayor of San Luis Obispo. This is the most progressive city. Right. The, and that is monumental. Yeah. That is huge. Just mm-hmm. the fact that a black woman is sitting in that seat. That right there is inspirational. Yeah. That gets me excited. Yeah. And I really like what you said about uh, breaking it down to like all the different phases of support, right? Because a lot of people don't see that. I know I didn't see that before I was disinvolved. Um, I didn't realize that, yes, this person needed support. I thought, oh, just during the campaign season. No, but it's like, even before that, even me getting involved in Mm -hmm. politics, you need that support. I remember um canvassing for a measure ballot measure um in atascadero actually and i knocked on someone's door and they weren't home but their alarm went off like the Mm -hmm. house it was like a huge house alarm outside the house (laughs) oh my gosh what did i do (laughs) i know and it was like and i was like what the hell and the neighbor (laughs) next door comes out running towards me Mm -hmm. i'm i'm i am very little and I'm just yeah, holding she, does very little. And I'm holding, <laughs> you know, uh I'm holding these papers. Mm-hmm. I am I don't think I look aggressive or mm-hmm. dangerous at all, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. I'm just standing there trying to figure out why the alarm went off, where the sound is coming from, and this neighbor comes up running from next door and it's like, what do you want? And just screaming oh at me gosh. on my face. It gets so close to me. I'm trying to walk away, leave the house leave the front door and um he starts screaming at me and starts saying i'm not i kid you not this guy starts screaming at me saying why do you have to take everything from us what else do you want why are you here what do you and he oh just does not let me speak and just starts like non-stop screaming there's a woman coming out of the house behind him and i can see the terror in her face like she oh has gosh. seen this type of aggressiveness before right. like you can tell and the guy sees that i'm looking at, at the woman he turns around and goes back into the house and i thought oh, i'm gonna be dead like this guy's oh, gonna go Rita. in for a or something yeah i was like super scared turn oh. around and we just like just pretty much you know booked it and left it they blocked this was this guy was awful the neighbors he had really amazing neighbors so it's not all atascadero it was just some people in atascadero this guy um uh, in that situation but you know 
if I had been someone else, mm-hmm. that would have been the last thing I mm-hmm. had done in politics because, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was, um, I almost said it was stupid of me for going along, but it shouldn't, yeah. it shouldn't be stupid of me. I, it shouldn't be. You should be able to yes. go to spaces by yourself. Yes, you should shouldn't be. have to, you shouldn't have to think of what do I have to prepare for exactly. just in case. Yeah. I, and but so, unfortunately for, for people that are not people of color, this, yeah. this is what runs through our brain yes. sometimes. Yeah. And then and we have to or, stop it. Or, stop or it. when we don't think about it later, fa- the, later yeah. on, we think of how could I have done better planning so that I'm safer yes. next time? Yes, yes, exactly. Um, but n- now I know, but also I shouldn't be, I shouldn't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this shouldn't even be a thought. But anyway, I, I could have decided at that moment, that's it. This is not right. worth it. Right. And and walk away. And luckily, luckily for me, I um, met really, really great neighbors down the street. And I even mentioned to one of them, like that guy over there is crazy. And the guy was like, <laughs> "Oh, I know. Don't go close to that house. That guy is nuts." Aww. But I'm so happy. He was like, "I'm so hopeful that you're that you're in my neighborhood. Yeah. No one comes. Talk to us. Right. Thank you so much." And you know, on to the next house. Yeah. But um that's that's what happens you know and so if you put women of color even trying to get involved in politics this is a type of shit that they have to deal with and that's just another bar that i had to go over and Mm -hmm. to continue you know what i've been doing but then i think that's that's like such a great story rita in the sense where like yes you had a really negative experience that was really really negative Mm -hmm. but then here you are having a positive experience and i think a lot of women my hope is i understand that there's a million reasons and one why you don't want to run for office but your community needs you we need you we need we need women to, to step up and really take up those spaces because then you get something like uh, like abortion, where the majority of decisions are being made by men. And yeah. it's like, we as women, we do have a different perspective, we need to start lobbying our interests, yeah, and, and taking up those roles. Yeah. And I do feel that women's leadership offers a different perspective, a different does, approach yeah. than, 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 than men. I mean, look at us, we're natural leaders, yeah. you know, running, running a household, dealing with children, mm-hmm. uh, dealing with our sisters, yeah. our mothers, we yeah. have to be so diplomatic dealing with our mothers, <laughs> right? We can't, we can't hurt mom's feelings, right? Like, let's be real, right? Like we, we tread those oh, waters man. where we deal with tough decisions every single I, day. I think that, so why not get promoted yeah. and actually get some credit here? I know the relationship <laughs> Between a daughter and a Latina mom, yeah, be its own podcast. Yes, you know? we should we should do some topics. Not just on an that. episode; like it could be its own whole podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I yeah, I think um, women and in diversity in general is needed. Mm. Uh, representation in general is needed in every single industry, in every single lane. Yes, um, but there is a very very clear sexist layer in politics mm-hmm. and you know I, I it's been countless count, like I can't even I laugh just thinking the amount of times that I've been in a room where at where I've said something and um, a white man says the same thing after me and a white woman says that's a really good idea 
<laughs> I really like your idea. I love how you always mm. speak up in that way. And it's like, you can't say anything because usually those white ladies are very nice <laughs> and you need them and they do a lot of work. But like, it's just the amount of times that I've faced um, some type of sexist situation against sometimes my own gender is just, you know, so much. But, but that's why, Rita, like, it's so important, right, that we grasp these moments. And I totally, I, I've been in situations like that, too, where it's like, it would have been nice to have had a sister, an hermana, <laughs> like, right, whether she be Black, Asian, Latina, whatever, queer, to at least been like, isn't that what Rita just said? Yeah. Or I would like to echo yeah. what Rita just said, like yeah. having having those things. And if you're a white man yeah. or a white woman, yeah, I think this is a, a teachable moment where you can yeah. grasp those things to be like, oh, what Rita just said, like, have I done that? Or like next mm-hmm. time I go to a meeting, like, let me really listen to the women yeah. of color and, yeah. and echo, right? Echo what they're saying and saying, yeah. did, you, did we all just listen to what Rita just said? I think that's a wonderful <laughs> idea. Or like, hey, you know, what did we think about what can Rita we said? Can we please, like, if you're listening to this, can you just say that what Rita said is a really good idea? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but we need, we need that type. I think sometimes too, Rita, and I think this is, it all comes together as how to encourage women of color to run is you build up their self Steam, right. You build up their confidence. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times um, our confidence is not there because we don't have the reassurance that a white man has. Right. Yeah. We don't get the praise. Yeah. We don't get oh, celebrated. Don't get the praise. Right. So so let's change that in our culture yeah. um, as a community, as people of color, as yeah. all these things that if we see a woman of color really mm-hmm. breaking ground that mm-hmm. we encourage them so that they will want to feel supported enough yeah. to run for office yeah. and to at least have that team that knows that if something happens to Rita, we're all going to be there to back her up. And that is the very important part of it. Cause it's not just about hyping someone up. It's not about saying, Hey, you should do this or mm-hmm. Hey, great job doing this. No, it's like, if shit goes down, mm-hmm. if I come out and I tell you, this happened to me, I need you to believe me because that doesn't happen enough. I've seen, I've seen cases where everyone's like, we need more representation. We need more women. We need more young women. Then you put them in the work. Then you, the young women come, they're like, we're excited. We're doing it. We're (laughs) killing it. You know, amazing young women doing the work, putting themselves out there, doing a hundred times the work that other Mm -hmm. people would be able to do because they're young and energized and they have bright new ideas. Um, and then something happens to them. And then people are like, well, I don't know. I don't know you. And <laughs> I know the guy more. Right. And it doesn't matter how many women's march rallies mm-hmm. you go to. It doesn't matter how many hashtags I believe her you use. Right. We need you to believe her when she goes down. We need that circle of protection right. of I know this, it doesn't have to be rape. It doesn't have to right. be sexual assault. It has to be, I had a bad experience with right. this person. I had a bad experience in this situation. I mm-hmm. had a bad experience with this organization. Mm-hmm. It could have been, it could mm-hmm. be so many things mm-hmm. and believe them and be mm-hmm. that support group and just mm-hmm. ask, how do I support you right now? And I love that. And I love that Rita. If, if for everyone listening to what Rita's saying is, I think the biggest takeaway is 
if someone comes to you because they trust you, because I think when someone shares a story or yeah. just comes to you as to yeah. sharing a negative experience, it's because they trust you enough yeah. to be like, okay, I, a number one, I'm going to listen. Yeah. And number two, if you don't know how to support that person, mm-hmm. at least ask, how can I support you? Mm-hmm. And that is different to everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Supporting, supporting, for example, supporting me is might be different than supporting the way that Rita needs to be supported, yeah. right? So I think that is really crucial, Rita. Once again, it goes back to building, building that community mm-hmm. of a safety net, knowing that people are going to show up for you, mm-hmm. knowing that people are going to honor your experiences and yeah. challenges because it has happened. Um, and I can totally uh, relate to that where I have had many challenging experiences with white men in power. And then I share- Have you? No. Right. <laughs> Big shocker. Um, and then I'm sharing like, because, and then the funny part, it's like, well, have you tried doing this? Yeah. And I even said it to a white woman because she was just so shocked that this white man in power was just, you know, treating me this way of a, that where I didn't, I wasn't getting anywhere that I needed to go to higher did, up. Did they ask you, did they ask you, that's weird. Cause I haven't gotten that. Oh, con- yes. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, well, he's so nice to me. Yeah. And I'm like, Lady, I'm not talking about your experience. I took time to be on my lunch break, to drive my butt all the way here, to ask for clarity because it's clearly, it's clear I'm not getting what I need for my community, right? And and the worst part too, Rita, is um, we have to, we have to really listen. Yeah. Listen to the women because I have seen multiple really smart women, Rita, Mm -hmm. smart women, women with huge hearts, women Mm -hmm. who are so capable, Mm -hmm. women who are doing tremendous things today, right now for the community who have been doing amazing things for years that there's no reason why these women should not be running for office. Mm -hmm. But then you hear as to why they don't want to run. And these are all very real things. Mm -hmm. These are all real Mm -hmm. concerns Mm -hmm. that we don't want women. Mm -hmm. I I can understand why women don't want to run Mm -hmm. for office. And for the few that are crazy enough to run for office, Hey girl, we need you. Yes. Let's, let's make it happen. Let's support you. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I think that's another thing. 2am, 3am, 5am, whenever. And if someone, and if someone is is reaching out to you and maybe making suggestions or trying to help you take the help. Like there is no, there is no ego in this. Like running for office is tough. There's a lot of moving parts to it. Um, Mm. But take the help. Like this, it's going to take the other part. Right. I think so many, I think especially women, this thing, especially women, um, have been we have been conditioned to to take more of the load right whether if we're sisters or we're um, daughters or uh, wives or girlfriends you know oh I'll take care of that oh I'm okay Mm -hmm. I I got it don't worry about it I'm fine you know all of these things and so the same thing applies when we are running for office or in or involved in politics we got it. We're good. And this is systemic. This is like mm-hmm. cultural. This is, mm-hmm. we have been drinking this Kool-Aid for so long that sometimes we don't even recognize. And this is something that I'm telling to myself, like, I need to listen better. Mm-hmm. I have to, uh, I don't see myself outside the problem. I think I'm mm-hmm. also part of the problem mm-hmm. and I have to keep mm-hmm. breaking down that culture and that mm-hmm. 
that you know daily drink that I've had of, of how society have conditioned mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. but it, it is it is so so ingrained that it's sometimes hard to even recognize the layer you know mm-hmm. and it's so so sad and I think so complicated it is complicated but now is the time I think we have the reckoning Rita where it's like specifically to this podcast, there's so many things that we're talking about that can make things better, right? Like that's the goal to recognize things that have, that may not be existing, but opportunities to make it better. And I have seen you multiple times go out and support women. I've seen you multiple times show up and, and figure out a way and, and make yourself part of the movement. Right. And, you know, taking up opportunities where, you, you create a platform and you're bringing other women to stand on where you're also showing up for women who do need the help, right? Like for example, with all of these events happening for, you know, in support of women's rights, I've seen you speak at those events, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it is crucial to, to make sure that ask ourselves, how am I showing up for my sisters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the other day someone asked me, um, because I have a lot of yard signs for a candidate that I'm supporting. I'm supporting Bruce Gibson here in District Two. And oh, guys, that app, literally, that she's wearing a t-shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, I got it from a meeting green. No, I, I love it. Like, it's I'm a great t-shirt. I love the V-neck <laughs> with like, a big logo <laughs> on the back. Nice job, whoever got the design yeah, of Bruce Gibson. I was like, I'm gonna go grocery shopping in the area, so I'm I love it. A t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm. And so I, I have yard signs and um, by the way, there's no woman running for this seat. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I was out there with yard signs the other day and someone asked me, uh, does it make a difference to put yard signs outside your house? Does it like sway anyone's vote? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think right now politics is so polarized. This is what I said, that I don't think it has a huge impact on mm-hmm. changing people's minds. Mm-hmm. There are, I think, a bucket of independence that, or people that are just not paying attention mm-hmm. because they have a busy life. Right. That are, are will probably see, oh, this person has a good garden. So they must, they must know. <laughs> they must be nice people. <laughs> or I actually know this person. They're yeah. nice and they're voting for this person. Yeah. So maybe I'll, I'll consider it more. I think there's a small bucket of that those people. Um, but I don't actually, and this is what I told this person, I don't actually put yard signs out there to mm-hmm. convince people that mm-hmm. they should vote my way. I put it out there so other people feel that they're not alone, you know? Oh, I love that. And and I do the same thing when I go to a rally. I do the same thing when uh, I organize a rally or, or an event or whatever. I don't do it to convince people that might think differently. Mm-hmm. I do it to, to stand with people that feel the same way mm-hmm. and that might think, hey, this community doesn't represent me or it's not mm-hmm. with me or does not, right. you know? I want, I don't like people feeling alone. And so mm-hmm. uh, me going out to these events and speaking, I don't do it necessarily because I think that, oh, we need to out there and like change something, mm-hmm. but it's like, we need to come together in support of each mm-hmm. other. And right. I think it, it's a lot of the same with, you know, running for office. Um, I don't think any, any one person can change society or systemic Mm -hmm. issues right Mm -hmm. 
But like you said, maybe giving that representation to someone else, mm-hmm. saying I can run too, even if you don't, even if you don't win, mm-hmm. I can run too. I can do it too. Right. Um. And yeah, huge shout out to everyone that's out there uh, opening up the paths with a, mach- a machete and you know yeah. <laughs> doing the yeah. hard work. Um. But yeah, if if you are, if you feel like you're that person, you feel alone. Let us know because most likely you are not and yeah and if you want to run if you're if you are um a woman a mujer uh a trans woman who wants to run for office please reach out like this is the time like i i think this is the thing where i will say that is really refreshing i think for the first time in a very long time i'm seeing spaces that are encouraging women of color to show up and and showing support, whether that be finding Mm -hmm. avenues to fundraise for them, uh, you know, all of these amazing opportunities Mm -hmm. where I think before it wasn't really there. And so that gets me excited. But, uh, but I think the the hard part Rita is, okay, who's going to be that person to run? Like, who can we rally behind? Right? Yeah. And so I think what's going to happen, Rita, is that some people are going to have to step up to the plate (laughs) and just have to be like that sacrificial lamb. I know. That's such a a common topic, a common thread in our conversations with the sacrificial lambs. Who's going to be the sacrificial lamb? (laughs) But yeah, so I would definitely encourage um, mujeres uh, to start thinking about things, start thinking about, yeah. What is what is that space that you want to occupy yeah. even just to uh, start building those those bricks for yeah. for us building our skyscraper, which I know will happen and it takes time. So. Yeah. And huge shout out to the women running for office that have reached out to us. Yes, it's, it's uh, we always tell people reach out to us, reach out to us. And you guys never do. <laughs> yeah, no, but some of you do. Yes. And it's, I think it's, um, I think it's, it's a beautiful thing, Rita. There's a lot of opportunity and I hope, I hope, yeah. I know, I know we, um, I know there's a lot of like ugly in the world, yeah. but also there's a lot of beauty. And I think there's also beauty in women. And I think we've, well, luckily we do have amazing women in politics, right? Like for yeah. example, we have AOC who's so vocal and yeah. so authentic to herself. Yeah. We have, um, you know, Erica Stewart, who we're talking about a, a beautiful black, strong woman, yeah. intelligent woman taking yeah. up space and, and showing and, up yeah and someone that contacted us uh through instagram was dulce vasquez you ta- yeah you talked about her yesterday uh, last episode and she contacted us and dulce is running for la city council district nine so if you are in la district nine uh, vote for dulce vasquez um she has an amazing campaign going on and uh yesenia talked mentioned it in the last episode but Check out uh, her Instagram, Vasquez Dulce. Um, yeah, and we, I actually we we did talk. She was like, "Is there a way that we can get her on our podcast?" So, yeah, um, yeah let's let's try to make that happen. And Dulce, I see you. I see you doing great things, and I just want to congratulate you for having the 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 motivation. I don't even know the commitment, the vision, yeah. the motivation to run and be that person because me as a Latina looking at you, you've been inspiring me. Like I get excited seeing, seeing Dulce showing up for her community and doing it so authentically and doing it as a Latina to be like, not only is she a Latina in politics, but she's showing up 110% as herself and not wanting herself 
down, which gives all of us permission yeah. to take up space. So thank you, Dulce. Yeah. And that can be a whole other episode because I think, I mean, it makes complete, complete sense, right? Like politics has been a while, a male nom- dominated um, lane and um, it has been white for a long time, just because of demographics and because of mm-hmm. patriarchy and you mm-hmm. know all these, all these yeah. institutional things, um, but it, it I I I think there has to be a disruption right on how uh, black women, how queer men, how Latinas, how anyone else, uh, API, how how we show up to politics and how we run our politics because right now it's not culturally sensitive like the way politics is Mm -hmm. run does not match our communities or backgrounds Mm -hmm. and i really i really like uh politicians that are are bringing their their background are bringing their culture Mm -hmm. are bringing their truths into running for office and disrupting how they do it so yeah big shout out also want to give a shout out to Megan Harmon. Uh, she is a city councilwoman in Santa Barbara. Um, she's also the California Coastal Commissioner um, and uh, for our area. And Megan has two kids, and she is a huge um, example for me as a mom, as a working mom, as a mom in politics. Um, so huge shout out to Megan Harmon. Um, and really to all the women that follow us and that are involved in politics, you guys are rocking it. And uh, we really appreciate all the support. Yes. Yeah, such amazing things happening all around. And this is the time guys, this is the time to still get involved. Uh, if you've been watching people from the sidelines, guess what? There's room for you. Yeah. We need a fresh new blood to step in and give us some excitement. So this is your moment. Reach out to people that are running. If you don't know what's happening in your community, start paying attention to the signs, right? Like start seeing that, reach out to the names that are like, go on their website. Literally the signs. Yeah, literally (laughs) follow the signs. Go visit their website, see what they're about. You know, like I saw somebody's name floating around and I was like, what is this about? And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, wait, okay. I know definitely what that is about. And that is something I'm not going to be about. And, um, So, so definitely this is, this is your moment. Um, yeah, you don't have to, you can follow the signs. You don't also, ha- you don't always have to uh, sign up to the sign. Right. Yeah. You, that's how you, we uh, screen, screen whether or not we're going to be involved or not be involved. I know. Yeah. Well, um, now uh, I know there are some events happening this weekend. So yes. right on saturday there are going to be event events i think across the country uh regarding abortion rights um there are they are being organized by different organizations in our area they're being organized by planned parenthood it's called uh the event is going to be called bands of our bodies and Rita, you're speaking Wait. at this event <laughs> yeah and i don't know the name i'm so sorry there's just so much happening there is a lot happening and guess Bands what of our bodies i got it right yeah got it right you got it right it's a rallying march it's going to be on monterey street at the courthouse in slow in san Francisco city at 12 p.m saturday I'm going to be speaking. I'm pretty nervous because I already spoke at a rally that, that was regarding abortions and I was 
I had to put Luca down to sleep before going there. And so I then drove all the way to Slot to speak. Mm-hmm. And the organizers were like, you are coming up. We are running. Oh, no. <laughs> Where are you? And I was like, I'm running. And so I got there, like, you know, sweating, made it like last minute. But um, I spoke and I didn't even think about what I was going to speak because I was just busy working yeah. with my baby the entire day. And so now for this one, I actually have time, yeah. you know, brain yes. space to think about it. And I'm getting really right. nervous, but no, there's no need to get nervous. There's no need to get nervous with that because this is something personal, right? And that's the thing. It's yeah. because it's so personal, but it'll yeah. be okay. And I know I, someone called me today and they're like, are you going to the march on Saturday? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's going <laughs> to be there. She's going to be speaking, guys, which is so amazing to have that Latina representation. Yes. And um, for you, Rita, that you've accomplished so much for our community and have done so much for our community. I think that definitely just lets it be known you're on the right track to be that voice, right? I think that is true. If you are invited to speak by Planned Parenthood at an abortion rally, you must be doing something right. <laughs> yeah. Not not you must. You are. You, yeah. <laughs> you are doing something right. And I think that's true, right? We have to we have to take in those moments to yeah. to recognize. Thank you. I yes, girl. You I are doing it. it. Yes. Thank you so much. Handle it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't realized. Thank you so much. And there is another event on Sunday where you are speaking. Look at oh that. So much love for Chicas Politicas. Yes. So much. So Saturday, much. Sunday? Yeah. Yes, and wow. a huge, huge shout out to Mia Shen and Kayla Lee, who are the founders of AAPI Slow. And for the folks that may not know, it is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So why the month of May is because the first um, immigrants to come to the United States uh, of Asian descent were Japanese and they came in May. Mm. So that's the connection. So we are celebrating all this month of May, all the amazing accomplishments that our Asian brothers and sisters have contributed to this country, to our San Luis Obispo County. And there's really so much Rita, that uh, AAPI has has done so yeah. much. And I yeah. really do feel like that's an area where we need to celebrate more. We yes. need to acknowledge more. Yes. We need to say, you know what? We are thankful that our country was built on the backs also of Asian folks yes. too, yeah. which is why yeah. it was important for me uh, to also show love to these two women that are organizing, mm-hmm. but also respond when they said, Hey, can you speak at this event? So I'll be speaking and I'm just really excited to to see more, more Asian women taking up space. So this is the AAPI slow festival Sunday, May 15th from 11 AM to 3 PM. There's going to be food performances, music, and art. There's been a lot of work going into this and it's a celebration of AAPI culture for students, alumni, and the central coast community members. And it's taking place in the slow public market. Uh, and the address is 3845 South High Guerra Street, San Luis Obispo, California. So I didn't know there was going to be food. 
Yeah, it's this, it's a whole production, which is really Ooh. exciting, uh, Rita. And I think they had been trying to host something last year, but due to COVID, and yeah. it's, it's been such a weird yeah. time. Uh, you know, they had to postpone. And I think it's it's so monumental, um, Rita, when we have when we have women of color taking up space for their community like I I wouldn't feel right hosting or throwing something when when I know this is an opportunity for Asian women to be the ones leading and to be in the forefront yeah and um I think I was thinking about that today that you know even just organizing an event is you know speaking up or um doing any of the things that so many women are doing in our community while our rights are being stripped away from us is such an act of courage and 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 really i hope everyone is taking it in just as i did a couple months ago um of just your power and how you are fighting that that societal expectation right um five well a hundred years ago um, no one expected so many women being out there organizing, being the leaders, being on the forefront, and we are doing it. Yeah, and I think the, this is even more reason that I get really inspired to Rita is like how many women, because we even saw this in early movements where there were women of color who were organizing and mobilizing their communities, but never got the credit for it. Yes. Right? Or how many women, how many women were never fully documented in history because the movement wasn't popular yet. Right. Yeah. So like, there's been so many women before yes. the women that we even acknowledge today, yes. or maybe aren't as recognizable in so many movements. And we oh, see yeah. that in the black movement. Yeah. We see that in the Chicano movement and the Mexican yeah. movement, all these things where it's like, we, we have had so many women pay their dues where I feel like yeah. in this moment, we have to pay it forward because of the great ones that came before us. And I think that answers the question that you asked at the beginning of the podcast of why I like politics so much. And I think it's because I recognize the work that has been done before me and I do want to pay it forward. And I have absolutely no other choice. I don't I don't see having any other choice. Um, but before uh, we close, I want to give a huge shout out to another woman that is organizing uh, and it's out there. And so Latina Luz Reyes Martin, she is the VP of Community Engagement at Planned Parenthood. And she is helping put together uh, the bands of our bodies rally in slow this Saturday. So very excited to finally meet Luz uh, in person this Saturday. Oh, so I've, you're going to meet her this Saturday. Yeah, I've only, I've only met her through Zoom and during work uh, meetings, but I've never met her in person. I, I follow her everywhere. And yeah, she's, she's an awesome woman. Awesome. Yeah. So that's our episode. Um, we wanted to dive into why we don't have enough women running for office. I wanted to touch on the vote at the Senate uh, and just share with you guys a few things that are happening in our community. I hope that you are attending a rally uh, in your nearest city. I'm sure there's one happening, so check it out. And if there is no rally, then get a bunch of friends and yeah. at least show up, even if it is with signs yeah. in the street corner. Yeah, go to your <laughs> go to your nearest courthouse and just stand out there because just like we mentioned, Maybe we'll show other people that they're not alone and mm-hmm. they're thinking and they're feeling. So 
thank you for all that you are all doing out there. I'm sure it's a lot. And I hope you take a couple minutes this week to just breathe in and recognize all the all the shit that you're getting done. Yes. Handle it. Chica. Yeah. Awesome. Well, till the next episode, chicas politicas. Bye. Bye.